0: They're just playing the short game, and I'm teaching people to play the long game. And the long game is educate to dominate.
1: flipping projects possible all across the country if you don't know about patch of land then they are the number one company to go to for uh, projects that you're flipping uh, because they have all the money available right now um, once you get approved for your your deal and yourself as a sponsor or a borrower. Um, you're going to be funded by them. And then they go raise the money through their crowdfunding platform. So you don't have to worry about all that. They'll take care of the the money and the funding for you. You just have to worry about making sure your project's a success. Uh, They've got something really cool for you. So um, if you are just learning about crowdfunding, uh, they've come up with a guide. It's called the Top 10 Crowdfunding Questions Guide. And they're all the the questions that you might be asking yourself. And they're all the answers. They don't leave you hanging. they got answers, too. All the answers to those those 10 crowdfunding questions. So you can go to patchofland.com forward slash best ever and get that guide. Uh, And if you think you know everything about crowdfunding, I'd check this guide out just in case. Because there are some interesting aspects that you'll learn. So go to patchofland.com forward slash best ever and get that guide. Hi, Best Ever listeners. Welcome to the best real estate investing advice ever show. And we have a special treat for you today. It is another episode of a special series called Situation Saturday, where we're going to put our best ever guests through a challenging situation, and they're going to talk us through how they would handle it. And with us today, I'm so pleased to say we have Jay Massey. How you doing, Jay?
0: I'm glad to be here. Thanks for having me.
1: Yeah, I'm glad to talk to you again. Jay was on the show previously and you know we did a traditional format with him last time and I highly recommend going to check out that episode. And I should have done research on what exactly episode it is, but if you just Google Jay's <laughs> name and my name, it's going to come up like top three on the search. I, I promise you that. Jay wasn't always in real estate. He wasn't always a real estate investor. His road was paved with many challenges. He literally went from having zero squatting in a bank owned property to now where he owns more than 300 units across several states. He's a popular educator. He's a hot a podcast. I say hot. You're hot too. He's hot and he's a popular podcast <laughs> host of Cash Flow Diary. Just a, a great podcast. Highly recommend you go check that out. He's an entrepreneur, published author. So he's going to be the perfect person to talk about the scenario that we're about to talk about. But I don't want to mention the scenario yet. First, Jay, can you give the best ever listeners a brief background on who you are and kind of what you're focused on now?
0: Yeah, 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 sure. And as a side note, it was, uh, I believe, episode 14 is the one that you're referring to. Wow, very,
1: very beginning. Wow. (laughs) Yeah,
0: (laughs) a while ago, a while ago, I'm sure you're like, can you? Wow, there wasn't 14? Yep. So you can go, (laughs) you can pick that up. We'll see today we're we're still kind of doing the same, you know, swing. We're all about cash flow. that's that's kind of our thing. We're not the fix and flip kind or variety, but we've we're still doing the cell phone tower, commercial retail, that type of thing i'm actually in the process of acquiring some assets in my home state of california which from a residential real estate standpoint is not something i'm interested in however <laughs> from a commercial standpoint i do have some keen interest in being able to to add a number of assets to the portfolio because we we have a very what we consider to be sizable goal of being able to own a significant number of square footage uh, as it relates to commercial real estate. And we've got a long, long way to go. So it's going to be fun seeing it happen. So we're still out there, you know, raising the capital, talking to investors, making these things go as they do, but it, it's still cash flow nonetheless. What's your goal and by when? The, May, the So we we would like to have the 1,000 units of residential property and a million square feet of commercial space. So those are the, the two big big ginormic, you know, things that are out there. And as far as by when I just I would love to be able to do this. I have, I guess, according to the original schedule, five years left in in order to make that happen.
1: And where are you at right now on the thousand units and a million square foot for commercial?
0: We're about 30 percent and barely one percent. It's like 30 percent and no, yeah, 30 percent and one percent respectively. Awesome. When did you start? When did you create that goal? The commercial got added recently. So that that wasn't that's why it's you know so low at this particular moment. But what happened is that I, I just got bored. I needed something bigger than me, something that sounded like, wow, what would it take? Who would I become? What how many jobs would we be able to create if that actually happened? And that just set us on this completely different path. I mean, Truth be told, it's not like any one person needs that much, you know, to to live on, etc. It's more about job creation, value creation and, and just learning to become the best version of who we are out there myself and my entire team. I mean, it just sounds like something that we can do. And therefore, because we have the physical ability to do it, I feel like we should.
1: Well, I agree. And um, this scenario is the situation is going to be perfect for you, you know, kind of. OK how you've, you know, from your past where you had zero squatting in a bank-owned property (laughs) to where you've got 30% of your goal, so about 300 units of residential Mm -hmm. and uh, 1% of commercial and just recently added and you've, you've got some big things going on there. Here's the situation. You have just ventured into real estate and I mentioned, it was funny, I, I mentioned to Jay before, I was like, and you have no money. And he's like, well, how much is no money? Because <laughs> he's, he's like, no money to me is $0. I was like, okay, you've got $500. You've got $500 in the bank. So you've just started in real estate and you have $500 in the bank. How do you make it your a living off of real estate? What do you do?
0: So basically what you're asking me to tell everybody, Joe, is exactly what I did.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Basically, I guess so. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, (laughs) well, did you have $500? You have zero. Yeah.
0: Well, and that's why I asked because I didn't even have $500. I'm like, well, shoot, if you're going to give me $500. Wow. We're going to have some fun.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Play some poker and maybe double your money. If not, then then you start with zero and you go from there.
0: Totally. Totally. And that's the thing. There's an eight step process that I instruct all of our students and, and people to understand. And I think all of us are a part of it. I call it the path to becoming. And you go and grow through these stages at various different times. And and I'll just list out the eight steps from one to, you know, number eight at the top. And then I'll explain how using those eight steps, that's exactly what you're going to do in terms of being able to, you know, take 500, 100, 1,000, 10 million. I don't care what you got to start with. You're still going to go through these same eight steps. The first thing is you got to have desire. A lot of us, you you just got to have that want to, not the need to. Yeah, you need to. There are many things that you need to do. Many of us know we need to eat better. We need to exercise more. We need all of these other things. But if they, until it becomes, I want to, you probably just won't. (laughs) So you got to have that desire. Once that desire has been developed and crafted into a nice burning fire, you take that next resource, which is your time. And you got to begin to have a different perception of it, begin to package it differently. And most importantly, invest your time into gaining the next one, which is talent or skills. Those talent or skills are going to be the key to you being able to do real estate or any other business. And it's literally the thing that's preventing you from moving forward. You don't have enough talent or skills in the specific areas that you're looking for. And let's not get confused in thinking that you have to be the one to execute. You just may need the talent or skill of learning how to manage those that can execute. But that still is an additional talent the talent of communication and being able to understand how to communicate to many different personalities, etc., might be needed as well. So you've got desire, time, talent, and those talent and skills, as you develop those new talent and skills, what's going to happen is that you're going to end up in relationships, new relationships, keywords with individuals who are now attracted to you because of those very same talent and skills that you've been developing. And as you continue to hang out with those individuals and, and improve yourself, those new relationships are going to turn into credit or credibility. And you're going to gain credit or credibility with those individuals to the point at one time, what's going to happen is that someone or many of them are going to be willing to do business with you in some way, shape or form. There's going to begin that transactional business and you're going to begin to receive cash in exchange for that product or service that you're providing. In this case, we're talking about real estate. And then eventually you're going to get to the cash flow stage. All right. So I got gain credibility is number five. Which one was six? Okay. So we're down at it's desire, time. Talent, okay, talent or skills, you can put those two there. there. Uh-huh. Then you're going to get that relationships. Then the credit and credibility is number five. Number six yep. is cash. That's when you're going to begin to actually do transactional business. Now, you know, those buy sell type of transactions or where you can be successful as a wholesaler or fix and flipper, those types of things tend to be the cash transactions. And then you're going to get to number seven, which is the cash flow side of things typically where you begin to buy and hold or raise private capital when people trust you or entrust to you for longer periods of time, more capital that you can go out there to put to productive use, which then gets you to step number eight. The I think for all of us in some way, shape or form, we're looking for our point of significance, how we can make a difference in the world. And that's really what we're after. We want to be significant. And once you're there now, this is when you begin to, like you do, you know, with your your scholarships and 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 sitting on boards and advising and helping and other individuals for your own reasons and and being able to devote more of your time, talent, and skills to areas and causes that matter to you. That's the path you're going to go through. Regardless of the resources you have, that is the path you're going to go through. Hmm. Now, if you give me five hundred dollars, you're gonna grow through that path you know, the hopefully you can accelerate and I'll be able to accelerate some of that for you just by laying it out there. I mean, the number one thing that you've got to do if you're looking to get started in real estate is adopt the mindset, say adopt the mindset of of just starting before you're ready, because I'm going to tell you to go write an offer. That's what I'm going to tell you. Now, as soon as I said that somebody. Yeah, you you said to yourself, well, Jay, I don't have the money. I didn't ask you if you had the money. Somebody <laughs> said, well, I don't know what price to, to put on. I didn't ask you if you, if you, what price? I said, just go write the offer. You put the limiting factors on of I don't have the money and I don't know what price. There's nothing wrong with writing an offer for a dollar other than that your ego won't handle it because you're like, no, they'll say no to me. That's the point. I want you to go through the process of getting rid of all of the emotions that get attached erroneously to just writing an offer. Just write the dag burn offer. You'll be fine. You're not going to get like laughed out of town and drawn and quartered or anything. You're just going to go write the offer. That's because nothing happens until you do that. But you've gotta get to that point to where you can do so. You're gonna pick up some tools. Some of the tools, like the number one tool that I use and I train a lot of people to use is the cash flow Board Game because it's, well, awesome. And when you're doing this real estate thing, it revolves around relationships. You must find a way to become a value to people. And this is where the talent and skills comes into play. You must find a way to become a value to people and practice what we call education. You got to educate to dominate. When you educate a marketplace on a particular topic, you become the go to person for that same particular topic. And if you take the time to educate them and in this case, I'm strongly suggesting you do so with a game, you have the ability to then become seen as the marketplace expert in your particular niche. And it works very well. It works in multiple languages. I've got people in in, in Spain and Italy, in Europe, UK, Canada doing this, and, and, and it works You know, for them in, in their own languages and their own currencies going out there to make this happen. That board game is now down reduced to $50. So now I'm down to $450 left. So, you know, feeling so rich, I'll probably buy two board games. <laughs> so now I'm down to $400. And because of today's technology, things like a meetup group is probably going to cost you $50, $60 a year. So now I'm down to $350. i am going to start with a meetup group, post that cash flow game, and I'm going to begin to host people at the game. What does that mean? I'm now taking my time and gaining the talent of how to facilitate a cash flow game. If you want to shortcut that, you're going to go over to Toastmasters. There's another $50 a year. So now we're down to $300. You have the ability to begin to build a network all around you, all about real estate investing by teaching a game. And you're being taught through Toastmasters by some of the best speakers in your area on how to properly facilitate a meeting and making sure that people understand and becoming that teacher that's inside of you. As you continue to do this, Combined with your actions of just continuing to write offers and learning how to communicate to the people that are coming to your cash flow game that, hey, here's the offers that I'm writing. This is what I'm doing. People are attracted to the man of action or as Wallace Waddles would say, the increasing man, the man who's going somewhere or the woman who's going somewhere. They want to be around that action. They want to participate. And as you begin to, to become better at that, you'll learn how to include them in the journey? And it's not about I and your resources. It's about we. I can't do much, but we can change the world. And those are the things. That's the thought process that begins to jumpstart you into the cash and cash flow because you're gaining those new relationships as they're coming to the to the game. You're you're investing in them. They eventually begin investing in you in small little increments and over through later by contributing their capital to go execute on these deals. Because by now You've practiced on becoming a better person who is able to go out there and, you know, find deals and and solve problems because you're going to look for problems, not properties, which is usually the issue for most people. And you can do that obviously searching on the internet. So now I might need a Chromebook. If I'm going to be and as inexpensive as possible and all I have is the money that, you know, the $500, I'm going to go with a Chromebook and I probably can pick one of those up for $200. And now I'm left with $100 and my entire system is pretty much set up and and I'm running it. So you're gonna, you know, you probably need some paper. <laughs> I mean, you got to put stuff <laughs> on, and you need a pen to write the offers with, and and that's r- really the the balance of that is is just going to be spent on those types of supplies: pencils, papers, calculators for the cash flow game, so that you you can continually do this. And as you continue to database and, and build, just start using an Excel sheet. That's what I did: paper and Excel sheets. You know, nothing fancy, and I did that over and over and over again until I had enough people who were able to do business with me over and over and over again. And then until later, now I've begun, you know, using online and all this other stuff, but you don't need all that at the beginning. So I think uh, you could probably do it for $400. <laughs> make <sure laughs> work. Well, and then you can skip to, to step eight and make a difference
1: by donating that $100 towards charity of your choice. Right? There you go.
0: <laughs> there you go. I love it.
1: And then you become a board member of that charity, and then you make more friends on the board.
0: Indeed. Indeed. Again, yep. more relationships, the cycle continue to to repeat itself. Every time you start over with this new desire, you're going to go through those same eight steps.
1: You did that? You created these meetup groups whenever you were getting started? Yep. And just met people that way? Yep. Wow. That's interesting. It's, it's funny. I didn't know that. And uh, I just moved to Cincinnati two months ago. And the first thing I did once I got settled in was I created a meetup group. And I already hosted my first one and we had about 20 people show up and now the second one sold out because I wanted to do that because I wanted to meet people, like-minded people in real estate. And I also, my other priority was to get on the board for Junior Achievement Organization, as you know, that that I spent a lot of time with and now I'm a board member there. So it's funny, I I unintentionally followed your (laughs) step-by-step process.
0: (laughs) Yeah, well, it's not like it was laid out for me either I just happen to be an introvert and don't really enjoy going out there to be aggressively meeting people. So I was looking for a way to attract people to me. And that's really what it came down to is what could I do to get people to drive through Southern California traffic to come and hear me? What could I do? What could I offer? What would be of such great value to them that they would go, man, it was worth it. And then more importantly, do my marketing for me by bringing their friend. Did you have a business model in mind for how you'd make money whenever you were creating these groups? I had the idea that I would be able to to market real estate investing education in some way, shape or form. But what happened is that I learned that there's a lot of people who think that they want to know how to do real estate investing but then once they learn the components that are involved they go you know i'll just let you do it <laughs> and that that's what it's that's what it's evolved to so we still provide the information to those who are the DIY kind you know if they want to do it themselves we have a number of successful students which is really really cool but a lot of people they i find they don't really want to be the real estate investor they just want the benefits from real estate investing and they they try to tell themselves, hey, I want to be an investor. No, you you just really want the benefits. Very few people that I actually run into enjoy the process of taking a piece of real estate, turning it into an asset, running it, managing, etc., etc. Most of us just really want the benefits of it.
1: Would this work if you're creating a meetup around something else other than real estate, even though you want to get in real estate? Or should you create a meetup specifically around real estate.
0: It would work provided that your business required money and or people. If it requires either one of those, then it'll work <laughs> at the end of the day. So which is nearly every business on the planet. Every business has a need for capital. If you're looking to raise capital for your business, I would do the same thing. If you're looking for customers, I would do the same thing. If you're looking just if you especially if you've got a new product or a newer product, you've got an educational hurdle and you got to figure out how to attract people around that topic to you so that you can have that audience that would at least have begin can begin to evangelize for you. So the, the strategy works regardless of industry. It just you may have to have a different mechanism that we're in our family. The primary thing that we use is the cash flow game to help position you as the expert. You can switch that out. You say, well, I don't have a game that teaches people what I do. Okay, you don't have to go create a game, but you still need a mechanism in the middle that teaches people about who you are and what you do and why they should care. Or more importantly, expound on why they care and help them understand how you can help them get to those next levels. You just need a different mechanism between webinars or producing articles. There are many different ways to position yourself as an expert these days, but that's really the role that the cash flow game plays. It's just the easiest way that I know of to get anybody, and I mean anybody, anyone can host a cash flow game. <laughs> that mm-hmm. is simple to do. Not everybody can do a webinar. Not everybody can write a book. Not everybody could produce articles and content week in and week out. Not everybody can produce a quality podcast. And you know this to be true, but nearly everybody can host a game. Come play a board game. You know, at my house.
1: Yeah, and I mean, it's it's a lot different when you meet people in person versus if you're, you're writing a blog post. There's just a, a different level of interaction. I mean, whenever you think about, because I find it interesting that you focused on in-person relationships versus spending some money on. I don't know, SEO or AdWords, driving to a landing page, getting leads and then following up. Why did you focus on the in-person versus online activity?
0: Well, you only gave me $500.
1: (laughs) Yeah. And that's why, because I wanted to get kind of rise to the surface, what you number one prioritize. Yep.
0: Yep. You only gave me $500 and it's a technique or concept that I call accelerated relationship building. So can you do these things, uh, versions of these things online? Yeah. Do we do them today? Absolutely. However, if I want to get my fastest path to cash, it's going to retake a in-person, you know, knees to knees, eyeballs to eyeballs types of, of conversation. That's going to be your fastest path to cash. You can break down or, or eliminate lots of trust hurdles that just don't exist in the online space. You know, uh, when you're doing stuff online, you, you've got more hurdles to overcome. And not just the technology, but just the human interaction element. I mean, heaven forbid, should you want to produce a video? Uh, Okay, cool. That'll help you build trust faster, but you got to produce a good quality video. Now, fortunately, your phone can probably do that for you, but you got to make sure the sound is right, the lighting is right, and that takes time and practice to learn how to do, but it can be done. The thing is, is in person, you can build a relationship, a higher quality, higher revenue, a higher conversion rate much faster than you can offline with the same individuals and when we're talking a high ticket item like real estate or our high trust item if like if i was doing something in the health and wellness space those are higher trust items Simply because you know now you're messing with my body etc the in-person is just going to be faster in person is just going to accelerate that relationship building and, and businesses are built on relationship how those relationships are built though are you know, two different ways. After you got your business going, well, yeah, definitely migrate to online techniques because those online provides leverage in ways that you could never do in person and reach you could never obtain in person. And you, you, there's way more people online than you could ever fit inside of a meetup group in Cincinnati or California or wherever you might be.
1: When you create a meetup group and you're speaking about your experience and, you know, in, in your scenario, you mentioned you, you're a host of Cash Flow game. Well, when I, you know, I've, I've heard feedback from, from people about meetups that are salesy and it's a pitch fest and you know, you've heard, you've heard that too. Yep. How do you make money off of a meetup, but not have that stigma?
0: And that's the cool thing. So I, you know, I love the fact that people use this completely inappropriately. They're just playing the short game. And I'm teaching people to play the long game. And the long game is educate to dominate. We don't sell. We intentionally do not sell. We even at the beginning tell you we're not selling anything. That's the whole point. We're not going to sell. We're going to be 100% different than what you experienced the last time from somebody else. Because what's more valuable than that one transaction, and this is the thing, this is the difference between the long game and the short game. When you're playing the long game, you realize that what you want, what you really, really want when you're doing business is an introduction to every person that person knows. That's what I'm after. Yeah, eventually, do I wanna earn uh, you as a customer? Sure, but what's more important to me is that you take the time to introduce me to everybody you know. That's way more valuable That's way more valuable than you doing business with me. So in the back of my mind, in the back of my students mind, what we're teaching and training is ask yourself this question. What's it going to take? What do you have to give? How do you have to deposit? What difference do you have to make in this person's life in order to get them to introduce you to everybody they know and stay focused on that? If you serve them, if you give them their needs, whatever it is that they need, help them with that. And then the rest tends to take care of itself. So long as you follow that, we never have an issue. Wow, that's fascinating. That is really fascinating.
1: You said what you have to do is have the goal of having them introduce you to everybody they know by adding tremendous value and not selling them anything because those introductions are worth more than one transaction. How do you If you go into the meetup, not selling anything to that, the first layer or first degree of people, where does the sales process come into play for the second and third layer for the, with those introductions?
0: Got it. You just got to let people know that, for example, uh, one of our, uh, I know if you ever take the time to listen to our, our, my podcast, Cashflow Diary, episode 121 is I recorded myself doing one of these cashflow games. And at the end, we just give a call to action to anybody who would like to take this information into their real life. They can actually hear, here's how you do it. You know, At the end, that's the only thing. That's the closest we get to quote unquote selling anything. We've spent an hour, two hours, three hours, whatever it's been. Give, 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 educate, 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 educate. If you want to begin to actually do what you just did in real life, then let's sit down and talk about it later. And that's as hard as it gets. If you don't, No problem. Come back next time. Learn some more. Not everybody is ready to do business when you're ready to do business. We know that. I expect that. In fact, I only expect about three percent of the people that I meet to be ready when I'm ready that first time we meet. So the other 97% need to be served and given to. It's kind of like the farmer analogy. Instead of going out hunting, <laughs> you know, you're only going to capture 3% hunting. Well, I'm going to go get 97% because I'm farming and I'm going to take my time and I'm going to let them grow and we'll pour some water. I mean, give them some sunshine, give them some fertilizer, you know, prune them a little bit every here and again. And then over time, I end up with a, a larger database of individuals who are ready to do business at any given moment because I've been playing the long game from the beginning.
1: That's really interesting. What a perspective. One thing that I thought of uh, in addition to the the cash flow game, which is an amazing game and an incredibly, clearly it's incredibly effective at generating interest in meetups. What I found for my meetup that I just created was to structure it differently so that it's not just uh, everybody comes in and kind of listens to a speaker and um, then hears, hears a sales pitch about a deal and then stands around awkwardly and then leaves. But instead making it a mastermind, the free mastermind where we all come in, we sit around a circle, we talk a little bit about what our business is and what our challenge is and, and the kicker is this, what we're holding ourselves accountable to do by the next meetup. And then the next meetup, we will meet and we'll talk about our progress. So it's kind of a, a, a collective mastermind to, to accomplish things with a purpose.
0: Yeah, I like that. I like that a lot. And then at the end of the day, you're just building a community, giving, you're creating an environment for growth. And that's what I think a lot of us desire in some way, shape or form. We, we want to ultimately to be held accountable. We want to achieve the things that we, we desire and we need accountability and we recognize that on some level. And if you can provide that for me, I'm all for it, you know, and wow, I get to meet all these cool and awesome people. And you you build up so much goodwill that, yeah, my friend needs to come and hear this, too. And that that's exactly what that's exactly how it starts. And you just have to learn how to transfer that through every medium that you go through. I mean, that's that's the concept behind the podcast. That's the concept behind the articles, our YouTube channel. It's the same thing here. Let me give you something that I think will help you take that next step. Let me give you, oh, and by the way, here's another something that I think will help you. Here's another something. Here's another, I mean, give, 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 give. And when it's time, you won't perceive it as me, quote unquote, taking from you, but me helping you take the next step on your journey in some way, shape or form, which is exactly what it is and what businesses do. It's just, you know, most people are not leading with a solution as much as they are leading with what they need. Yeah, I get your business needs, you know, customers. I got that. I understand that. But you've got to earn the right, you know, to to receive the the little thank you slips of paper that we call dollar bills. And you've got to do something for that these days and play the long game. I mean, yeah, you're you're going to have a need for cash in 6 months too. So play the long game now. That way you only have mm. these first 6 months to deal with instead of always wondering, where's that next deal coming from? (laughs) (laughs) I love that. Such a a
1: great mentality. It reminds me of, of Robert Kiyosaki, speaking of cash flow, his quote, the richest people in the world build networks. Everybody else is trained to look for work. Right, right, right. Yeah. And, and basically, you know, the ric- richest people in the world build networks. They host cash flow games. They host meetups. Everybody else is trained to look for work or trained to get a transaction done whereas you know what you are saying aligns exactly with what he's saying you know it's it's not about that one transaction from the person
0: who shows up it's
1: about the introduction to building your network indeed
0: indeed i mean i hear it all the time jake can you just tell me all i need just just tell me where to get the money (laughs) i'm like yeah you're dead in the water before you
1: Uh, Well, tell them to uh, listen to this podcast and you you lay out the eight steps.
0: (laughs) Totally, right? Totally.
1: This has been an enlightening and inspirational conversation, Jay, and I was expecting it and you delivered it in spades. Thank you so much. I personally took away a lot. And I know the best ever listeners are there's no way you could have written as many notes as I did on this call, but I'm sure the best ever listeners, you're, you're taking notes, but I basically have everything that you've said written down. And I don't even, I don't even have show notes whenever I post my, I'm just taking notes because I was just soaking it all up.
0: (laughs) Well, I'm glad I could give you some of the, what is it? Best real estate investing advice ever. Advice ever. Yeah.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Boom. Keeping it within the theme, bringing it full circle. There you go. <laughs> was the goal that was the goal Well, yeah th- this has been a wonderful situation saturday and thank you so much for talking through the eight step process one is desire two is time three gain talent or skills four build a new relationships you create them you will attract more people and then when you do you gain credibility and when you gain that credibility number six is you do cash transactions wholesaler fix and flip and, flipping and something along those lines and then seven is you start building for the kind of the the long-term play as you say play the long game with the cash flow buy and hold raise the money and then eight is where you make a difference you have that significance and you enjoy it and then all all comes full circle. So I uh, thank you for being on the show and talking us through how to get going with $500 or less in this case, actually 400 plus you donate hundred to your favorite charity. And where can the best ever listeners learn more about you?
0: Well, you can go listen to the podcast. It's cashflowdiarypodcast.com. And if it's okay, i like to give them all a free copy of my free electronic copy of my book. And they just go over to cashflowdiary.com forward slash free books cash flow diary 10 steps to creating wealth to any economy where i just broke down my business model you know over you know 320 pages you can you know, read exactly how to do a lot of what we just talked about step by step and you can go make it happen for yourself awesome well thanks so much jay thank you for having me all right bye
1: crowdfunding. You've heard about it. Now it's time for you to learn about it. Our best ever sponsor today, Patch of Land. They're the leading expert in the crowdfunding space, and they've got all the answers to all of your crowdfunding questions. Go to patchofland.com forward slash best ever and get your copy of the top 10 answers to the top 10 crowdfunding questions. That's p-a-t-c-h-o-f-l-a-n-d.com forward slash best ever. Best ever, listeners like me. I suspect you're also a student of the real estate game, because I, I suspect that because you're listening to the podcast and um, you're looking for uh, real estate investing advice to help you move your business forward. And if you check out episode 188, if you haven't already, it's with uh, my friend Joe Stampone. and Joe has he he manages over 500 million dollars of properties and he's done over 36 transactions Joe knows his stuff and he has a website called a student of the real estate game and if you go there uh, so go to a student of the real estate game.com forward slash best ever and you'll receive all sorts of cool content that he's aggregated just for you um, and the best ever community. He, he has information from top resources on learning to model real estate deals to uh, 68 challenges of starting and growing a real estate firm. Um, he's got uh, t- a blog titled, What We Learned Over Four Years of Running Our Own Real Estate Investment Firm. All sorts of good stuff. and It's, it's a non-sales environment. He just wants to give good information and um, share it from all the things that he's learned I promise you you're going to get a lot out of it. i do i'm I'm reading every one of these blog posts and I'm learning something from each one of them. Go check it out A student of the real estate game dot com forward slash best ever.